This is Bob Ferguson, and I'll be your host today for this episode of Thoughtsmanship, a podcast dedicated to Dr. Forrest C. Shackley's philosophy and how that's influenced the lives of our guests, both personally and in their businesses. Each week, we interview successful Shackley business leaders or Shackley Home Office colleagues to talk about their businesses, their careers, and how they bring Dr. Shackley's philosophy to life. Today, it's my great pleasure to welcome Presidential Master Coordinators Reed and Linda Hansen as my guests. Reed and Linda are second-generation leaders of one of the pioneering and largest Shackley organizations started by Linda's parents, Mary and Austin Moyle. It's notable that Reed and Linda are at the helm of a business that is going strong at age 58. So Reed and Linda, it's great having you with us here on this Thoughtsmanship podcast episode. Thank you. We're glad to be with you. Yeah, it's nice to be invited to do this. I think it's important. So let me do a little introduction, and then we'll get right into the questions. So Reed and Linda live in Meridian, Idaho. They have three children, 11 grandchildren, and one great-granddaughter. Reed and Linda have a long and rich Shackley heritage. Linda's mother, Mary Moyle, brought the first Shackley product, Basic H, into Idaho in 1960. The company started in 1956, so that was right at the beginning, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. So Mary and Austin Moyle became a supervisor in 1961 and earned their first Shackley car selling only basic age. As association with Dr. and Dorothy Shackley began very early in Shackley's history, Linda is a part of that important pioneer heritage in Shackley. Reed and Linda became full-time Shackley sales leaders in 1972 and were pinned key coordinators in 1973. Reed left a promising career as a faculty member at Southern Utah State University to build a better future with Linda and the family. Reed has a master's degree in communication and radio and television broadcasting. He taught at Boise State University for 28 years part-time as he and Linda built their Shackley business. Reed and Linda became master coordinators in 1998. They have 491 sales leaders on their recap. They appreciate the sales leaders in their Shackley family because of their leadership and passion for helping people improve their lives. Reed has served on eight master executive committees, Serving twice as chairman, Reed and Linda both enjoy being involved in the lives of their family. They've enjoyed the many Shackley trips they've been on, places like England, Austria, Switzerland, Mexico, Hawaii, to name a few. Reed and Linda enjoy being with their Shackley friends, and they feel strongly that their lives have been made more positive because of their wonderful people they have met in Shackley. So gosh, that is quite the Shackley history. So Linda, you and your parents had a unique experience with Basic Age. Tell us about that. You know, we have, and it was kind of funny. I was a junior in high school, and we lived on a mink ranch that had an artesian well. And my mother had been in Utah, and she was on her way home. And she came home, and Dad and I were in the in the mink yard, and he was working on a backhoe. And we could see Mother turn into the driveway, and she came up to where we were. And, uh, of course, Dad had this awful grease on his hands. And so Mother jumped right out of the car, and she says, Oh, Austin, don't wash your hands yet. I have this blue stuff I want you to try. So naturally, she got out the blue stuff, which happened to be Basic H, and she put it on his hands, and he rubbed it around, and by golly, nothing happened. Then he put his hands in the cold artesian water well, and the grease just emulsified and washed away. And what an opening it was to our eyes to see that. And also, um, that was our family's introduction to the Shackley products. 
You know, so fascinating. Our introduction, my mother's introduction, who started our business, was her asking me to go help a neighbor lady get through a math course. And she showed me Basic H, and I brought the Basic H home, and that's how our business started in 1970. So Basic H is a pretty important product. So, Linda, your memories of Dr. Shafi go back to some of the earliest years of Shafi conventions. Tell us about that. You know, once again, I was in high school, and well, actually, I just graduated from high school, and I went to one of the first conferences in Anaheim, California, at the Jolly Roger Hotel. And, you know, I can remember what I was wearing and seeing Dr. Shackley as if it was just yesterday. We have a picture of that conference and that was taken, and I'm kind of standing towards the back of that picture. Uh, with my sister Mary Ann and her husband Ralph, and they're holding their son Gordon, who was just a baby. It's just so vivid in my mind. I can remember how excited it was to be there with good friends and the wonderful Shackley family and the spirit that was there that day. It was just a warming thing to me as a young person just out of high school. Yeah, so I understand that you and your mom had a very special relationship even with the wives of the Shackley men. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. You know, one of the things that was kind of fun was that we used to make um, uh, gifts for Dorothy and Glenda and Claire each conference. And so some of the gifts were homemade, some of the gifts were purchased, but lots of them were homemade. And the one I remember the most is an afghan that we made for each one of them. That stands out. When they opened those gifts up and how exciting and the look on their faces to think that we would spend time making that for them. It was a fun time each year when we would do something special for the Shackley Wives. Uh, We all became very good friends. My mother has many letters and cards from Dr. and Dorothy. That's so wonderful. And you have a special memory involving Dr. and Dorothy Shackley when you and Reed were married. Yeah, I'll respond to that. This whole thing with Shackley was relatively new to me. You know, I married it. And so... I was learning lots of new things early on, but one of the things that impressed me about the relationship with Dr. and Dorothy Shackley that the Moyles had is we received a wonderful wedding gift when we were married. It's a pitcher and eight glasses that's gold-rimmed. It's one that Linda won't let us touch. It's in a special place in a curio where we look at it and remember the kindness of Dr. and Dorothy to uh, these two young marrieds up here in Idaho. Boy, that's wonderful. And you did a very good job marrying into the right family, right, Reed? Yes, I did. Very grateful for that. So tell us about face-to-face times with Dr. Shackley. What strikes you in your memory as particularly special? Why did Dr. Shackley have such an influence over all the people in the field? Well, um, I remember one in particular. It, It may have been the first convention in California or in Hawaii, it was one of the very early ones, and we were invited uh, along with some others to have breakfast with Dr. Shackley uh, at the hotel. And we, uh, we, sh- we were there, and his charisma, his ability to draw you into a conversation and to make you feel like you were the most important person to him at the moment was pretty, pretty impressive. He had a deep, rumbling voice, as you remember, and he would treat you as though he had known you forever and treat you with such great respect. And I think that's what drew everybody to him. He was very approachable, so he was not aloof and a standoff celebrity at all. He mingled in the crowd, and he got to know people on a very intimate one-to-one basis. That is a very common expression that people have about meeting Dr. Shackley. So, um, Linda, what was special about your interaction with Dr. Shackley? What made that special for you? 
You know, I think the thing that made it special to me is he always made me feel important and loved, just like he would everybody that would come around him. And you felt like you were just one of his special children, as he would call us. So I think that's the thing that made me love to be around him also, is the, the way he made me feel and the importance in my life. He was also a very powerful motivator, and I've thought a lot about that and how he did that. And I think part of it was he had such common, you could relate to his message really easily, and so you felt really good about it. And he also took full advantage of teaching moments. So when you would ask him questions or you would interact, he would uh, teach powerful lessons while you were there, and, and he would do it in a very short amount of words. So when you were pinned key coordinator, apparently uh, Dr. Shackley did that ceremony with you. What was special about that? Well, we were very excited uh, I mean, to be pinned. We've been seen others pinned by sales leaders and so forth, and that was wonderful. But Dr. Shackley happened to be the guest at the speaker at the meeting where we were pinned keys. And to, to go up and have him do that, I wish I could tell you what he said to me at that moment when he put that pin on my, my lapel, but I can bet that it was something like, okay, now go get going and let's share the word and see the people. I'm sure that's what he would have said, but it was a highlight for Linda and I to have that pinning with Dr. Shack. Now, Linda, what were your memories about that? You know, just like Reed, is just be able to watch as you walked up towards him and, and as he stood in front of you and put that pin on my blouse, it was just like, oh, I just had chills and I had excitement down my spine that, you know, I am in the right spot at the right time and I can hardly wait to get out and to share with more people and the love that Dr. Shackley has for all of us. That's wonderful. Now, Linda, you and I, and, and Reed, you and I uh, share something, Linda, particularly you and I, because we are both second-generation leaders. Our mothers started the business, and I think I was just a little bit behind you. You were a teenager. I was 20 when my mom started. And let's talk a little bit about your start in the business, because sometimes second-generation people, it takes a little while. You have to kind of get acclimated, and is this really something that I want to do? Is this something my parents do? Talk to us a little bit about your introduction of the business and then read also what you saw when you met Linda, married. What's the value that you saw that drove you to build the gigantic business that you have now built on your mother's legacy? You bet. Like I said, I was uh, in high school when my, my mother first came home with uh, Shackley. Then when I graduated, um, just before I went to college, I did become a Shackley member. And I went off to college and I met Reed. Then we were married in 1965. And of course, he married into the Shackley. And so I had to kind of convince him on some of the things that I was using. One of the things was that I, I refused to go down the, the aisle with the soaps and the detergents and stuff. So he had to buy his own soap because I used basic age and so he had to do that but you know together we started talking to a few friends holding some meetings and sharing the product at the time it was very minimal but we were doing it then he graduated from college and we moved down to Cedar City, Utah, where he was teaching at the Southern Utah State University. And one day, we were holding meetings there also and had kind of a, a nucleus and a, a business going that contracts came due. And so it was like, oh gosh, do we really want to stay in teaching? Is this going to give us what we want for our family and our future? 
Well, we talked it over very much with each other, and then we decided together that we wanted more for our family than teaching was going to give us, even though the teaching field is a wonderful field. So we left Utah and moved back to Idaho, where we then put our full efforts into building our business and just started off and said, hey, we're here, let's do it. This is the life for us and for our family, and we've never looked back. And I think the part where the business really clicked for me, I mean, I was doing helping Linda do meetings, and we were talking the compensation plan and teaching that. But I think what it really hit me is a senior sales leader came to Boise to do some meetings with us, sat me down with a pad of paper, and we walked through the compensation plan line by line, item by item, and then looked at the full potential this could be for a person who was looking for a new career or maybe a second stream of income, uh, what this could mean for them and how little it took to get started for them to do this. And it fired me. I, I realized then what we really had to offer. And from then on, Linda and I were off and running. Well, that's terrific. And you know, as they say, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It seems to me that the motivations that people have for building a Shasta business now are the same, and perhaps the need is even greater than in 1965, 1970. I'd love to hear your perspective uh, for a new person who may be listening to this podcast who isn't particularly familiar with Shackley, but kind of listening in to this conversation. What do you see as the potential or, the, or really the necessity for many people to build an asset-based income, build an income that isn't completely dependent on you working or keeping a job. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think there's maybe, if I use the word myth, that is taught to young people, maybe even in school, that the answer is corporate America. The answer is, uh, you know, you've got to franchise a business or you've got to start a business. And most businesses, when they start up, as you know, are undercapitalized. The whole idea of that being on their own and accomplishing something is pretty daunting. And so what Shackley offers, in my perspective, is offers all that any opportunity has and more, and yet you can get in with very little out-of-pocket cash and get started right away and start making money that will change your life. And so I think the answer for younger people as they look at this is the ability to have the pot of gold in America, the opportunity to amass asset income and wealth, and to do it without a great deal of -of out-of-pocket investment. You know, it's kind of funny because just this morning I was talking to a young man who has the dream job that he loves. But this dream job does not give him the financial need that he has for living And so out there in the world, there's tons of people that have two and three jobs. And I told him, I said, you know, if you would just look at network marketing, that can fill in the gap that you have. And you don't have to give up your dream job that you think that is the most wonderful thing right now. But Shackley can be an opportunity for you to have the lifestyle you want while you continue that. So I think that Shackley has a lot of things that will help and ways to help those young people. I think that's a very important point, the idea that, A, you can get in a a business like this without a lot of capital investment, and you have all the advantages of a business that you own. We own the rights to to your distribution network. I own the rights to mine. 
and also it's something that can be done while a person maintains another job or maybe someone is absolutely in love with their job or they're in a service industry or they're a missionary or they're some other aspect of their life that they don't want to give up. They can still build a robust Shackley business and continue doing something that would be a life passion. Uh, and I think that's a really important thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. And there's so much that Shackley offers to somebody today that, that we didn't even have available to us when we started or you started. I'm excited about what Shackley has and is offering, and I'm more excited now probably than I've ever been. I feel exactly the same way. And to the point of the business being easier, I remember when we started, we would have to drive our Shackley station wagon up to Woburn from Wellesley, Massachusetts, and back in among the semis, offload a thousand pounds of Shackley products and basic gallon everything in the car and drive it back to Wellesley and put it in a root cellar in our basement and sell it out of the house. And uh, our situation, our business uh, structure is a little bit different now. Let's talk a, a little bit about how easy the business structure actually is and a little bit about how you all pursue your business right now. Well, the, the change you've already alluded to is that people can order these products online. We don't have to stock them in our home to take care of our business. We can interact with these people easily with all kinds of social media or our cell phones. The mobile app that Shackley continues to improve all the time allows us to operate our entire business in the palm of our hand. If you would have told me that, Bob, you know, when I first started out uh, looking at that rotary phone on the wall, I would have laughed. But right now, that phone, we can do everything from that phone, and Shackley is making it easier and easier and easier to connect with people, to talk to people, to share the product with people, to talk the opportunity with people. Every single day, we can do that from anywhere. You know, the other thing that impresses me, too, is when I think back when we started, you know, we hand wrote out all of the purchase orders when somebody came in. We didn't have a computer at that time. And then we got the computer and thought we had gone to heaven and how much easier it was and how Shackley is now improving everything and how the world is just bringing this new technology and we're picking it up and we're using it and it makes life easier. I have people say, well, are you retired? And I think to myself, mm, no. But then I just tell them, you know, I don't have to retire. I can do anything I want to when I want to with this business because of how simple it is. And so I just think that we have something great to offer everything, everybody and the Shackley opportunity or the Shackley Corporation is helping us to do that. Really wonderful point. So to wrap up here, since the name of this podcast is Thoughtsmanship, and you have alluded to the power of Dr. Shackley's presence and how he made everyone feel special and loved and focused on when, when he was there. But he's no longer with us, but his work is. Shackley as a corporation is an expression of his work, his philosophy, but we also have reflections on a philosophy and our little thoughtsmanship booklet that talks about this philosophy of thoughtsmanship. Let's talk a moment about how thoughtsmanship, the ideas that Dr. Shackley consolidated into a kind of a philosophical structure. How have they impacted your lives and how do you see that philosophy lived out in the way Shackley Corporation does business? You know, I find it interesting, Bob, listening to some of the new rhetoric people that are doing training and that sort of thing. And we talk about changing mindset as the current word. Well, basically, that's what thoughtsmanship 
was and is still, as Dr. Shackley back in that day recognized that our thoughts control our actions and by changing thought we can do pretty much anything we put our minds to and so when I first read that little thoughtsmanship booklet, uh, some light began to turn on, mainly because it fit so perfectly with values I already had and had been taught in my youth and at church and other places. It fit perfectly with that. And so the thoughtsmanship booklet was a, a major influence in me, both to get to know Dr. Shackley, but also to know how to treat people and to interact with people in a positive, more effective way just by following those principles that are in that booklet. And I recommend every new person in Shackley read uh, everything they can about Dr. Shackley, but at least thoughtsmanship and uh, reflections on that philosophy, those two in particular. You know, the thing for me is, is that as you read these, um, the, the Thoughtsmanship book and the booklet that we're about and all the wonderful quotes that Shackley has, Dr. Shackley has given to us, you know, one of the things that I was impressed with was the one where he says, these products won't cross the street to people, you have to take them. Here we have this great opportunity to share with people and to also use the golden rule where we treat others like we would like to be treated. And that is one of the things that I feel like that our company has that other people don't, is that we're always thinking of the other person first. And so I am so pleased and proud to be a part of Shackley. Yeah, and one thought I, I thought of, uh, too, as we were thinking of quotes of Dr. Shackley that may have influenced us, in a meeting, I remember him telling this, that somebody approached him, and because our basic age was so concentrated, that they approached him and said, you know, if you make your basic age a little less concentrated, we could make more money with it. And his reply impressed me. He said in that deep voice, now, son, he'd say, if I watered down basic age, how could I convince people that I not also watered down my multivitamin? I was so impressed with his philosophy of how he should run the business and how people should be valued and treated. Now, it's such an important concept. And in a world where sometimes those values are a little lost in our commercial enterprise, the fact that we've got a company like Shackley that has a legacy that it has and is still hewing absolutely as close as human beings possibly can to that philosophy of doing business by the golden rule and not producing products that would harm a human cell and all products that are good for the environment work work great but are still completely benign from an environmental standpoint. These are all things that I know you're proud of and I'm proud of. So I really appreciate your time here. And maybe either uh, both of you could perhaps provide a final thought for the folks who are listening for the people who are involved with Shackley or for the people who aren't. Any final thoughts for our listeners? You know, the thing that first came to my mind when you said ask us that is that I would tell people to make sure that you take a good look at Shackley. See what it has to offer. Think about what it is you're dreaming that you want in life and how are you going to get it and then how that you can help other people have what they need and have a better life also while you are improving yourself. And Reed, any final thoughts from you? Well, as we sit here with the Shackley business and some wonderful Shackley people in our group and stories that we could tell about their life and how it's improved their life, I just wish that everyone, like Linda said, would take a look. Just take a look and see what Shackley offers and see if it fits 
anything that you would like to do or help you do what you'd like to do. I, I just think uh, if they would look at it, honestly, uh, that they would come aboard either to use the product or to build a business, either, either one. Wonderful. So thank you uh, both very, very much for your time. And for our listeners, thank you for listening to this episode of Thoughtsmanship. Please feel free to share this episode on social media. Go to those three little dots, and you'll find all kinds of ways of doing that. If we talk this up and share it, then the value that Shackley has in the world will just grow and grow. So Reed and Linda, thank you very much for being with us today, and I look forward to another conversation in the future. Thank you. Thank you.